0: The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Rise on your feet, Genesis chapter 1. Let's read the scriptures one more time and learn something powerful from God. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 is the principle we are using here. Ephesians 5 and 1, therefore be imitators of God as their children. My less than two-year-old daughter walked into our room today and I was saying something to Pastor Inda. She started mimicking it. She couldn't say it as clearly as I could say it, but she was imitating me. That's what God is asking you to do. And that's what we are teaching you. God said, let there be light. Spiritual illumination. Mimic it. Mimic it in your life. Imitate it. It worked for God, it will work for you. Can I hear a loud amen? See whether you can decode what God is doing here. Genesis 1 from verse 4. This is day one. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Jump to verse 6. This is day 2. Then God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. Verse 7. Thus God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. Hallelujah. Jump to verse 9. Day 3. He did it in day 1. He did it in day 2. He did it in day 3. There's a pattern here. And there's a principle here. And if you can learn that principle and apply it in your own life, you too will have new beginnings. Can I hear loud? amen? Verse 9, day 3. Then God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together in one place. And let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth. And the gathering together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Hallelujah. The fifth lesson you can learn from God for a new beginning is order. Order. Learn to bring order into your life. Bring order into your world. If you want a new beginning, bring order into your life. Three major things I've been teaching in recent months: your time, your talent, your treasure. Bring order into the way you use your time. The devil should be able to tell you what you are. I know what Pastor T will do at nine o'clock in the morning. I know what you will be doing at twelve o'clock. The devil. And God and the Holy Ghost and people. I know where Pastor T will be at 3 p.m. I know where it will be 6 p.m. on Monday to Friday. Sunday morning, I know where Pastor T will be. Order. God didn't leave the mess the way it, it, it works. He, he puts the, you read on um, the other day, he puts the sun in the sky. The, the sun will come out during the day, the moon at night, put the stars. He created order. learn to bring order into your finances, tithe in the first 10% of my income, I should be able to pick up your checkbook or your bank statement and see a pattern. The day that happens, you are ready for new beginnings. Glory be to God. Father, send your word to us this morning. Speak to our hearts. Let us understand the mysteries of heaven, the secrets that run the universe. And help us to apply them in our everyday lives. In Jesus mighty name. High five two or three people and tell them order, order, order. Please be seated in God's house. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 40. Let all things be done decently and in order. How many things should be done decently and in order in your life? All of them start with the major things. This is when I pray. This is when I study the word. Order. This is what I do. Budgeting, my finances. This is the one for God. This is the one for church. This is the one for my family. The order. Order. You know something God did for us in this Genesis chapter 1? He exposed the devil to us. He exposed the devil. I shared in the midweek service, please, if you missed last month's teaching series on faith, we took it in a very different dimension. God led us. If you can practice and learn the things I taught you on faith last month. Man. Glory be to God. Um, God allowed the devil, or allows the devil, to stay in this our world. That's one of the challenges we said. that We talk about the fact that there are God-allowed challenges. Why am I saying that? Jesus said, I saw Satan fall from heaven. God cast out Satan from the heaven to the earth. The same God will have cast out Satan from the earth if I were God. I'm not God. I'm not as wise as he is. And I submit to his wisdom and authority. The same way I cast the devil from the heaven, I will cast him to... prove It won't even be in this universe. It will be the, the earth I'm creating for my children, for men that I made in my image. I won't allow him here. God allows the devil to be in this world. And that creates challenges for us. And we thought on how you can overcome those challenges. In fact, during the fast we prayed those mysteries out. Second Corinthians 2.11 Listen to what the scripture tells us here. Lest Satan should take advantage of us, Satan will not have advantage of you in Jesus' name. Can I diagnose some people's problem? The devil has advantage over them. Lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. We know how Satan operates. The Bible reveals to us how Satan operates. And that's what God did for us in Genesis 1. Last week, the secret I taught you of King's Word was the atmosphere of miracles. And we said it, you shouldn't just develop it when we come to church. I mean, I love the way Pastor Shalat took the confession today. That, that's what we are doing. When you speak the Word like that, it said. did you notice the atmosphere changed? Uh, you didn't know? All right, some of you, maybe you know how to not. Atmosphere changes. When we worship, atmosphere changes. When we speak in tongues, atmosphere You should have that atmosphere in services. You should have that consciousness in your life. That's one of our major secrets in this ministry. Glory be to God. The same way there is an atmosphere for miracles, for God to move, for God to bless, for God to prosper. Satan also needs an atmosphere to operate in. That's what Paul is talking about here. Understand the atmosphere that the devil likes. Understand the atmosphere that God likes. If you are wise, which one should you be surrounding your life with? Talk to me, somebody. God's own. Shut down the things that allow the devil to operate. God knows what allows Satan to operate. You see, when God created the world, it wasn't without form and void. God can't create something like that. What happened? Jesus said it. I saw Satan fall like lightning. God cast out the devil from heaven. He was in the heaven. He was the angel that led worship Lucifer. He he organized the rebellion. I want my throne to ascend above the heavens. We are not going into that in this teaching. It will derail us from what we are focusing on. But he cast him out and Satan hit this planet and destroyed the planet. Three major things he did. I will point them out. When God now wanted to recreate the world, and this is an interesting thing. God still left Satan on the earth. We know that because he came into the garden. He could have sent him to Pluto. Like he cast him out of heaven but he didn't and we taught you why he did that in the midweek service there are three things in this chapter we can see that create an atmosphere for satan to have an advantage over you number one is disorderliness the earth was without form and void his finances are without form and void the way it handles is twenty-four hours. We can't see a pattern. It's without form and void. Certain days is sleeping in the morning. Other days is working in the morning. Certain days is playing. No order. Satan loves that kind of life. Satan can tell you my schedule. Ask him. <laughs> Ask him. Disorderliness, without form and void. And that's what God was addressing. Just create order. This one that water is everywhere. Mm, let there be water in the sky. And the way the water is in the sky is in form of clouds. So let there be water in the sea. And this one that everything is just a pool of mess. No, no, no. Let the sea be here. Let the land be here. Let the sun be here. You will never wake up one day the sun is sitting on top of the Atlantic Ocean. You will never wake up one day there are 25 hours today. God just forgot. Let me just give them 25 hours. You will never have a calendar year where there are 15 months. Order. This is how it will be. In this part of the world, there's rainy season. We've had the August break. Order. It will start the former rain. We take a break. We have the latter rain. Order. In western hemisphere, winter, summer, Autumn, spring. It's not like summer comes, then winter comes next, one year. Then we don't know how it will be next year. Ah, you don't know how it will be. We know how it will be. Order. You do that, you are paralyzed. And you don't even need prayer. Disorderliness without form and void. May your finances not be without form and void. That's your amen. You sound as if you don't understand what I'm saying. May your marriage not be without form and void. May the way you handle your business and career um, not be oh, but, not be without form and void. May he not be without form and void, or with form and, um, without form and void. Order. We know when we pray with Doctor K. We know when we fast in the church. We know what we are teaching this month. Order. We learnt it from God. Second thing he wants is emptiness. Remember that parable Jesus said? We cast out the devil from this guy, but instead of filling himself with the word, filling himself with the spirit, filling himself with prayer, filling himself with thanksgiving and praise, filling himself with stewardship, no, instead of doing that, he left it empty. The devil went for a while, came back, saw that, ah, this place is still empty. Jesus said he went and recruited seven more wicked spirits than himself. And the mass state in 2019 was worse than it was in 2015 when we cast out the devil. May that never be anybody's story here in Jesus' name. Heads up. That's the secret I will teach you next week. God started filling up the earth. Filling up the earth. You want to deal with the devil? Fill up the emptiness. Fill your heart with God's word. Fill your mouth with God's word, with prayer. Fill your heart with Don't allow emptiness. Nature above vacuum feel yourself you paralyze and neutralize the devil you create an atmosphere for God to function and the last one of course was darkness confusion no light no vision that's why let there be light satan needs these three things to perfect his will in your life god is teaching us overcome these three things somebody say I overcome disorderliness I overcome emptiness. I overcome darkness. Hallelujah. Will you give God praise this morning? Let me give you the fifth secret of King's Word. Looking back at almost 30 years that Dr. K downloaded this heavenly vision. Now I read Ephesians 5.1 to you. It says imitate God. Look at what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 1. And this is what we are endeavouring to do in this series. On one hand, learn directly from God. And you can do that because you are made in God's image and likeness. And you are a child of God. On another dimension. Not that you choose both of them. These are both scriptures. 1 Corinthians 11 and 1. Imitate me. Apostle Paul speaking. Imitate me. Just as I also imitate Christ. Glory be to God. Notice what he didn't say. Which he could have said. He could have repeated Ephesians five, um, one, Imitate Christ. But that's not what he said. Glory be to God. You need a human vessel. Hallelujah. A human being. Flesh and blood like you. That you are following. That you are imitating. And that's why I'm sharing you all these secrets. What are the things that have worked for us? What are the things that have worked for Dr. K? Let me give you the fifth one. Our fifth secret in this ministry. Look back 30 years. Like God took Moses back to Genesis. And though he wasn't there, he penned down things. I wasn't there in August 1990. I came into Kingswood in 1996. Well, that gives me certain privileges. I've been here for a while, I have seen patterns. Praise God. The fifth secret we have in this ministry that has helped us thus far is authority and accountability. Authority and accountability. Matthew chapter 8. Hallelujah. From verse 5. And I think I have a little more time in this second service. It's always like that, so I can go a bit further here. Jesus came to Capernaum. And there was this centurion. His servant was lying home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. Um, Jesus said, I will come and heal him. The guy said, come and heal my servant. Verse 8, the centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. But only speak a word. Hallelujah. And my servant will be healed. And this is the secret here. For I also am a man under authority. Having soldiers under me, I say to this one, go, and he goes. To another, come, and he comes. And to my servants, including this one that is sick, do this, and he does it. So this guy had a problem. It wasn't necessarily personal, but it may have been personal by extension. Obviously, he loved that servant, and it meant a lot to him. And he wanted the problem solved. Verse 10, when Jesus heard it, he marveled. Jesus marveled in people's faith in two ways. Those in his hometown, at their own belief, he was shocked. You mean someone can doubt God like this? This one, you mean someone can believe God like this? He marveled and said to us that follow him, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith. No, not even in Israel. And I say to you, many will come from east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the fathers of the faith in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom that don't understand what this guy understands, they will be cast out into utter darkness. They will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. And Jesus said to the centurion, go your way. And as you have believed, hallelujah, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed from that very same hour. Hallelujah. There's authority and accountability. And what we are learning from this is that God creates authority level. Um, I want to read this text. It's in your marriage. It's in your career. It's in society. Let every soul be subject to higher authority. The Bible teaches all around. It's in church, which is my focus this morning. But look how Apostle Paul taught it in the context of marriage. You already read verse 1 of 1 Corinthians 11. Imitate me just as I imitate Christ. Verse 3. But I want you to know that the head, Of every man. And man there is referring to husband. He was teaching in the context of marriage here. Is Christ. The head of every woman. Wife. Is man. Her husband. And the head of Christ. Is God. Everybody must be under authority. The moment you understand that and you align and subscribe to that, your life becomes easy. Even in the Godhead, there is authority. The head of Christ is God. The head of Christ is God. The father is the head of Christ. Hallelujah. In a marriage, the head is the husband. Can I give all the single ladies here good advice? We're going to pray about relationship and marriage. Don't marry a man you can't submit to. Number one. Number two. Don't marry a man that you can't see who he's submitted to. Because he's violating this principle. Four things I want you to catch from that story. Four things as we close this morning. Number one. And this is the overarching thing I want us to ask. I want to ask you this morning. Who is speaking into your life? Who is speaking into your life. The more appropriate question is, or the deeper question is, who have you given permission? That's what that centurion did. Jesus did not force himself on the centurion. The centurion came to meet Jesus. Come and heal my servant. Okay, I will come. Oh, don't come. Just speak. I understand how these things work. I was telling them in first service. My accounting background has allowed me to have certain insights of faith that I notice many people don't have. The secret I told you about the way I tithe. By the way, I'm increasing my, in this season, I've increased my income, because what I said before, I said tithing at a higher level, it has caught up with it. I've been doing this for decades, De- decades. Just came because of my accounting background. I noticed the other day, Pastor was teaching us about communion. The legal dimension was going to describe it. I said, ah, this guy, his legal is legal professionally speaking. This guy was talking from a military standpoint. He was a Roman soldier. If you study the history of the Roman um, army and how they took over the world, if you're on the battlefront, I've watched some of the movies, go and read, watch and read about Julius Caesar, and the centurion, the commander, he sent a hundred soldiers and they just killed all of them. And you know it was brutal the way they used to fight those days. You saw hundred of your soldiers, your your colleagues just die. And he calls the next hundred and he says, "Go!" certain death. Not that you may die. Mm-mm. If you don't go, 50 of you went, 50 of you didn't go. They will finish the battle. Though. And usually the real, <laughs> the real army they, the real army, they will win. After they finish finished battle, the 50 of you that didn't go, they will kill you. We gave you an instruction and you didn't go. That's where it was coming from. That there's no way I can tell a servant one of my guys go and he won't go. I've seen something in your life Jesus you have you see because I have authority the Roman government has conferred authority. if I tell them go and die fall upon your soul and they have to die when you speak demons respond so because I have seen that authority in your life look don't come to my house oh so I have five wives I have my idols I'm not a Jew like you but I submit to your authority I submit to your authority. You know, like some of you who don't want me to come to your house. I will see the video you are watching. And <laughs> Praise the Lord. Who have you given permission to speak? And I will tell you something, church. Your pastor should be one of those people. Must be one of those people. And while I'm at that, let me say this to you. If you are a member of this church, King's Kingswood International Church, Ikeja, please look at me very closely. I did this to them in the first service. Camera zooming very well. Look at me very closely. Dr. K. Igisheson e. is not your pastor. The earlier you said to that, the better for your life. I told them in the first service, I don't even think Dr. K. is the pastor of Kingswood Chicago. The K. is not a pastor. If you listen to his messages, you know these are not pastoral messages. It's not that he's a bad man. He's an apostle. He's a prophet. The overarching angle of Dr. K's message is to bring balance. Ah, these people, the way they are confessing righteousness. No, this is what righteousness really is. But, Reverend K we're not teaching you all of it. No, that's where the pastor comes in. See, the apostles and prophets come to bring balance. pastor teaches you the rounded balance thing. So when the advocate is teaching you love, he will emphasize the love of God for you. Powerful! Because many other people are trying to understand the other loves. They are focusing more on their own about love. You must know that one too! You know this on the internet. You you can watch it so there's nothing to hide there. He knows it. It's the truth. There's a shepherd over this house. And by God's grace, I'm occupying the office. At least for now. If you're a member of this church, the day you start giving me permission, I can't force it on you to speak into your life. You mark mark the chart. There's a couple in church that are actually in this service. A few months ago, I saw the shift in the attitude towards when I talk. They've always been respectful, though, but I, I, I've not had this conversation with them. I said after the service, I'll probably talk to them. I noticed it. The way they were behaving when I talk, even when I rebuke, I saw two weeks ago, she, the wife came to meet me, there were some challenges at work, which is a lesson in itself. We just prayed together. A week after, she got a promotion she wasn't expecting that came with an official car. Amazing. Who are you allowing to speak into your life? Second question or second thoughts, the answers to life's questions. Does anybody have questions in their hearts? My servant is sick, or my wife is sick, my brother is sick. Anybody? I'm having financial challenges, or uh, some of you, you don't have problems, Abi. Anybody that has challenges like these guys had, that is part of life. The answers to those life questions and the solutions to those life problems. Some of us now, we are trusting God for school fees, money. There is a solution to it. It's inside somebody's mouth. Someone is speaking it. Listen, I will get to that in a moment. The third one. There's a god ordained person. When we are believing God for children, one day I went to my friend's office, Dr. use, I've asked him to come and preach a number of times. I just, ah, God, bless God for that day. I went to do his account, so I was his accountant then. So we're just talking, and I just felt like unburdening my heart to somebody that, ah, a doctor says I have no sperm counts, that naturally we can have children. When I said it, Reverend K has prayed for me, laid hands on me, laid hands on me, laid, on me, laid oil on me. <laughs> Reverend, jo- Reverend Victor slept in my house. There's nothing he hasn't done. Reverend Victor was telling me after when the children said, come, ah, he used to tell himself that, how can I be coming to and sleeping in these people's house and they are still believing God for the fruit of the womb? All that was going on, and I was receiving that. His face just lit up, and he just said, no problem, we can handle this." And he just said, and, and as he was spoken, I saw those disciples said that the fire in their heart was burning. So we started having prayer meetings, very, very instrumental to the birth of our children, particularly in the family. I gave him. He's not my pastor. So it's not limited to just your pastor. What I'm saying here: this guy wasn't a disciple of Jesus. That's what I was saying. That my disciples that don't listen to me, people from outside that listen to me, they will get blessed. They won't get. They won't get blessed. Glory be to God. The answers to your barrenness is in somebody's mouth. We were praying together with my friend and his wife that time. We had several weeks, two, three days a week. We just come together and even and pray. One evening, I just said, "We don't have to be having these prayer meetings anymore." I know we are going to have children. Two months or so later, a person that got pregnant. That's part of my accounting. See, in accounting, the way things look in the bank is not the way they. I, I can see that, so I don't need manifestation. We have some things to do. I can call it balance sheet. The balance sheet can be saying 20 million or zero. The bank account can be show, showing money. So no, the balance sheet is the real thing. It's not the physical that matters. It's what we are writing on the statements. Praise God. (laughs) I knew in that meeting that this thing is settled. The answers you are looking for is in somebody's mouth. One of those people is your pastor. One of them. Many of us here, the challenges we are seeing. I have spoken it in my teachings. I have declared it in my prayer. I have said it in my prophecy. Many of you are looking for the answers in this supernatural increase I'm speaking. If you can Submit to that authority like this man did. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Number three, this is what you have to do: find the God ordained person sent to speak to your life. That day I saw that I, he had been my friend all that time. Oh, there are a few times we had shared word, but that he will be the one that God will use to speak, so that the things my pastors and my mentors have prayed for me are not working, is the one. But God will lead you to them. If you are humble and if you are submissive, you know, spread with some of us, your brother cannot talk to you, your wife cannot talk to you, your sister cannot talk to you, your small group head cannot talk to you. One day, God used an animal to collect a prophet. If he had not listened to that animal, he would have died ten steps after. Find the God ordained people. That have been sent to speak into your life and like this centurion, grants them permission. Surrender authority to them. Ah, I have, Dr. Meka is not a pastor. At that time, he wasn't a pastor, he's now a pastor. Ah, who is he? He's just a businessman. Me, I'm a pastor of King's Word. <laughs> what does he know? He's the one God puts the end of barrenness for you in his mouth. So you see Dr. K organizing Summer Blast. His pastor, Reverend Victor, will come and preach. His pastor's pastor, Reverend George, will come and preach. He's teaching us something. Submission to authority. That makes your faith get amazing results. Lastly, along this line this morning, major on the majors. Tap your neighbor and say major on the majors. Don't overblow minor things out of proportion. Things that are not really that consequential. We had a leaders' meeting the other day, and we're just getting feedback. How can we move God forward? And people, and I I love that. Pastor Larry, by the way, we need to extend that to the members of the church where you can give us feedback. And I just saw some things here. Don't major on how Pastor T is dressing, don't major on how he's not dressing. Don't major on how he says what he's saying. Ah, I gave this example. Mm, those are not the, what I am saying is more important than how I said it. Hello? Ah, you didn't come and visit me. <laughs> I was thinking that. Don't come to my house. Can I tell you a secret? I didn't tell you. Kevin K has not come to my house in about five years. When was that time Revenker came to my house? Back in the day, when he used to come to Nigeria, he had time to come to my house. He doesn't have time now. He's come, the day is he's arriving, he's going for a meeting in Okoba Church. Imagine you now getting angry. They don't love us anymore. You came all the way from America and I'm the pastor here. You now, no. Will I love him to come to my house? Yes. But that's not a major thing. The major thing is the message that God is sending him to speak over my life when he comes. Focus on that. And by God's grace, if there's time for him to come to your house, he will you come to your house. Don't overblow the fact that the pastor has not visited you. That's why I'm not shutting down what the pastor is saying. Ah, He doesn't care. Who told you that? I know who told you that. That's the devil. Rise on your feet. Lift your hands to heaven. Know that channels of my spirit open up. Pray that prayer. Lord, everybody you have ordained to speak into my life. Let there be an opening. Let the doctor, a maker that is supposed to speak prosperity, he's my friend, though, or my younger brother, or my wife, or my colleague at work. He may even be an unbeliever. Even the animals that you have put around me. You see, this, this thing, listen to me, church, this thing has to do with humility. The channel doesn't have to be perfect. Now, I'm just saying your pastor is one of the channels. Do you know it could have been that if I had not received the ministry of Dr. Karev and Victor, even the word Dr. Maker spoke would not have gotten results. <laughs> so the lesson is to be humble. Lift your hands. Lord, let every channel that you have ordained to speak into my life. Starting with my pastor, my shepherd, the one you've anointed to feed me. Let me hear the voice of God in their mouths. Let me follow them as they are following Christ. Open your mouth and pray. Listen, like healing happened for that centurion servant. Healing is happening for someone that is making this shift this morning. Supernatural increase is finding expression in your life. As you make this shift, who is speaking into my life? Who is ordained of God to speak into my life? Have I given them the authority and the permission? Am I accountable to them? Or am I running away from them and hiding things from them? Come on, one more minute. Let everything obstructing the word of God that will bring the turn around you desire. Let them be taken away right now in the name of Jesus. As you submit to the right authority over your life. Submit to the right authority. Starting with your pastor. Don't substitute Dr. K's message for Pastor T's message. Don't substitute Pastor T's message for Dr. K's message. Dr. K has the apostolic oversight, and the founder can speak over your life. Pastor T can speak into your life. Let them complement. Dr. K and Pastor T are not fighting. Let them complement. And don't say, because I have a pastor, I can't listen to a friend. Or listen to another pastor or read another book. No! Come on, pray. Lord, let me find the channels you have ordained. My next level. My new beginning. Oh, we give you praise. Keep praying, church. Keep praying, everyone. You can put your hands down while you are praying. You are in the house this morning. You are not born again yet.